0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to the show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I. Well, you're you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're gonna ask yourself is how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're gonna need a hosting site, and if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. Welcome to the 10-12, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference and the four soon to be part of the Big 12 family. I feel like that's a good way of describing it. I am your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us for our midweek episode. Uh, joining me today, as she does every week, as we talk about college softball the season, just two weekends left. That's it. That's all we have left of college softball. My good friend, Melina Sanchez-Melina, uh, I know you're feeling really good because whilst neither of us picked them to do so, Texas went all the way up to Seattle, knocked off Washington, and moved on to the Supers. I I know how excited you are right now.
0: Yeah, I'm feeling really good about that. Another tough opponent coming up in Arkansas who I think is the second best team in this tournament. So it's going to be tough, but um, I do believe in Haley Dulcini. I do believe in our offense, and I'm ready to pull off another upset.
1: I do think that point is is interesting. Uh, we're going to talk about Texas, Arkansas, talk about OU, UCF, talk about OSU, Clemson, um, and I and I and I would rate them as far as interesting as OSU, Clemson, and then Texas, Arkansas, and then OU, UCF. But you say you think Arkansas is the second best team in this tournament, which I mean, after the upsets that we had out of regionals, our Alabama is gone, Florida State is gone. I mean, Oklahoma is still here. They were the top number one seed. The next highest seed still left is Arkansas. Um, so I, I think that's an interesting it's not that interesting a point. I don't even phrase that. It's not a hot take to say Arkansas might be the second best team here. But looking at the teams that are left, I mean, it's almost interesting that you look at what one half of the bracket will be in Oklahoma City on OU side. I mean, only one unseeded team moved on in Texas. Everybody else is one of the, all of the rest of the top seeds in that side of the bracket are still there. Meanwhile, on the other side, where Oklahoma State would be, you had two massive, or four unseeded teams win, two, as we mentioned, over Alabama and Florida State. So you're going to have guaranteed two teams who did not host regionals in Oklahoma City this year. I just, it, it's really interesting, and it almost makes that side of the bracket, those other four games, the ones between Virginia Tech, Florida, Oregon State, Stanford, OSU, Clemson, and Arizona, Mississippi State, so interesting because I just, I don't, there's a good chance one of those teams might actually end up being the team that is in the championship series in Oklahoma City.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I loved all the upsets. Clearly, I didn't do too well on my picks for Oklahoma City. So I'm kind of regretting that, taking it all back. But for all these, you know, high-powered, like we talk about the high-powered SEC, for Alabama to get knocked off, for Tennessee to get knocked off, for Missouri to get knocked off, those are three big-time SEC programs who got knocked off. And like I said, we talk about how great the SEC is, but it it was fun to see those teams get knocked off a little bit off their high horse.
1: I don't know that I would, I would point to Missouri as look at the mighty Missouri SEC team because I, I, I said, I don't think they win their bracket. Um, shocker. They didn't, uh, we didn't love Tennessee, uh, didn't pick them to lose, but but we didn't love Tennessee. I, I picked the wrong OSU in their regional to move on. When I asked you about Ohio state, I just, what I should have said was Oregon state since that's the one that, that advanced, um, I mean, Alabama losing to Stanford was crazy. Alabama had, what, like 44 straight home regional games. Florida State getting upset, not not early, but needing just one win on Sunday and losing both games in Mississippi State, it's just absolutely wild. Uh, I believe this is the second season for Mississippi State's uh, head coach, so obviously that's a, that seems like a program on the rise. Let's talk about the brackets involving the Big 12 teams. Let's let's go to Norman, the number 1 overall seed Oklahoma still in this uh, and also they will be hosting UCF future Big 12 opponent uh, who won the Orlando regional. Uh the the second game, that game against UCF in Michigan was was crazy. It was so good. I watched as long as I could till I finally was like I got to go watch OSU now. I I've got to I've got to bounce. Knights. I'm sorry. Um UCF looked really good. I thought that was a a sneaky good regional. Them advancing out of it proved that, I mean, they deserve to be there. And and they deserve to be here in the super regional. Look, look, Oklahoma, we've said we think they're going to win the whole thing. I don't want to play the like, we don't need to talk about it. OU's going to win and move on. But I mean, it, it, is, it is going to be a very daunting task for UCF to try and win two games in Norman.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a daunting task. But like we've talked about and everybody's talked about, all years that Oklahoma is the team to be most of us think that they're going to win the national title. But every time we talk, I harp on pitching, 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 and how good it is. And we don't know the status of Doherty ball at the moment. And UCF has great pitching their staff ERA 2.14. They ride the tails of Gianna Mancha. She's just phenomenal. Oklahoma has struggled with great pitching. As we know, they're only losses against Texas and Oklahoma state and they face great pitchers in the circle. So I think UCF could, could give them a little bit of run for their money. Do I think is going to win? Yes, but I'm going to giving UCF a chance because of their great pitching and playing the underdog role. I'm sure they love the underdog role. They've been in it many times and have prevailed.
1: Yeah, again, UCF deserves to be here. Um, I think they're going to have some trouble. 78 nationally in, in fielding percentage. Um, 118 nationally in strikeout-to-walk ratio. As you mentioned, solid ERA, 22nd in the country. Um, scoring per game, 33rd at 5.79. I just, like you're going to Norman. And and OU is so good in Norman, and those fans will be there and be loud. And, and I don't want to claim moral victories for UCF because again, they deserve to be here. It's not some weird oh congrats you pulled off some big upset. They hosted a regional and deserved to, uh, and they won their regional flat out. They won it in three games. They didn't need an extra game. It was over. Uh, I think this is no matter what happens. This is a program that I keep saying is absolutely on the rise and I'm very excited for them to join the big 12 officially, because I think it's just going to be another fantastic program, especially if they're here overlapping while Oklahoma and Texas are still barred of the big 12. Just, just think of how good it's going to be on softball to have Oklahoma, Texas, UCF and Oklahoma state all playing as well as they are. Like, it makes me very excited whether we get it for one year or two about how good the Big 12 is going to be in softball once you, they're already good, but how much better it's going to be once a team like UCF, a program that continues to get better and better uh, under head coach uh, bob Malone. It's just, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm excited to watch this series. Obviously we're picking Oklahoma to advance. Uh, we, we, as you mentioned, we both think they're going to win the whole thing. Again, no moral victories, but whatever UCF does here, uh, props to them for being in this spot.
0: Yeah, they definitely deserve to be there. You know, earlier in the year at that CMP Clearwater Motational, they just embarrassed Texas, a team that's here and in, in a super regional. Um, but like you said, you brought up the crowd in Norman, Oklahoma. I'm not sure if UCF has ever faced a crowd like they will in Norman, Oklahoma, but it's all a learning experience. Like you said, they're a program on the rise. So I think they're really going to appreciate win or lose the learning experience and playing in a hostile environment like Oklahoma.
1: Yeah. Look, once they get to once they get to the Big 12. You know, it's not going to be like for everybody else. They will have faced Oklahoma in a super regional. It will be significantly less daunting to them when they have to go to Norman as part of the Big 12 conference because they will have been there in a, in a far more difficult situation than just a three-game series during the regular season. So I'm very excited to watch this one. Uh, this series is, of course, starting on Friday. Uh, and that is important because two of the series we're going to talk about start Thursday. That would be tonight, the day this episode comes out. But it's Friday uh, at 4.30 God's time. All these are God's times times uh, on ESPN two. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. three thirty. God's time. I forget everybody puts Eastern standard time. I don't understand why no one cares. Three thirty on ESPN two Saturday at one o'clock on ESPN. And then Sunday, no time or channel as of yet. If we need a game three in this one, uh, moving on down Texas versus Arkansas, Texas, uh, one of the unseated teams, one of the five unseated teams, who won their regional, which is quite a few, and definitely more than we picked uh, when we went through this. Uh, They'll be heading to Fayetteville to face Arkansas for potentially three games this weekend. Look, uh, Texas going to Washington, pulling off that regional win. And they, they played some of the best softball I think I've seen from them this season. And look, as good as Arkansas is, and they are a very, very good program, Texas has been here before too. I mean, Arkansas made it to a super last year, I believe. And, uh, but we couldn't get out of it. Um, I, you, you look at this and say, I know Arkansas is supposed is, is in theory the second best team still left in this tournament, but the way Texas played in Seattle I give them a legitimate chance here after what they showed us, if they can play like that in Fayetteville to potentially win this super regional and and advance to Oklahoma city, it's going to be tough. It's going to be very, it's going to be a very difficult task for them because I do think Arkansas is better than Washington was obviously with Arkansas being a seeded hider, but if Texas plays like that in Seattle, at worst, this is going three games.
0: Yeah, they're going to go as far as Haley Dulcini will take them. As you saw, I mean, she had a couple of blemishes, in two of those games, she gave up that home run to an, a phenomenal player who's um, a top a top ten player in the USA. Is um, oh my god, I can't believe that. her name, uh, Bailey Klingler. She's she's phenomenal. She gave up that two run home run um, to her, and then gave up another home run to, to Husky in that other game that they uh, eventually lost. They won the first one, lost the second one, and then and then won the third one. So I think they'll go. As, Far as Haley Dolcini can take them, Janae Jefferson, she's just phenomenal. Like I cannot say enough good things about how good Janae Jefferson is. Along with the freshman Mia Scott, Mary Acopo, they have the offense. If Haley Dulcini can keep it going, I think they have a real shot at making it to a women's college world series, which has been their goal all year. Mike White is a head coach. Every year he's been a head coach, he's been in a super regional, so this is not new to him. It's going to be an extremely hostile environment. I know the fans are going to be out there at Bogle Park in Fayetteville, Arkansas, but Texas definitely has a chance and. I know I may sound a little biased, but I'm very excited for this series. I think this is one of the best series that we have in the supers.
1: I you just you just floored me. I did not realize they had been to a super regional every single year, and you are correct. They have been to a super regional every single year uh, that the NCAA tournament has been held. Uh, last time they made it to the college world, the women's college world series, 2018, of course. Uh, also did so. Oh wait, no, he has not been here. here. Sorry, he did it with Oregon when he was at Oregon. Since he's been at Texas, of course, he's has been Super Regionals twice. The season, of course, was canceled back in twenty twenty. The thing for Texas to me is going to be this: when they've struggled, they've made errors. They haven't played clean ball, especially on de- on defense. Arkansas is the third highest scoring team in the country. It's going to come down to pitching and defense for Texas. I absolutely believe um, if they can if they can limit. Arkansas. If they can hold off their offense. They really have a chance if they make some of the mistakes we've seen from them this year, and they they make it easy for Arkansas. They give them runs. Texas is going to have a lot of trouble. But I do think if they play like I said, if they play like they did in Seattle, they have a legitimate chance here uh, this coming weekend. Those games uh, start on Thursday tonight, It'll be six p.m. on ESPN two. Friday at three p.m. on ESPN, and then a game on Saturday, if necessary. Uh, all right, before we do OSU Clemson, I I, I just want to know. Let's, I, want to, I want to kind of cut to something because I'm, I'm really excited about this. Okay, so we did our predictions for uh, the Oak, 8 for OKC um, before last weekend when we talked last week. Six of your teams are in. Six of my teams are in. We both missed on Florida State and Alabama, which I think most people probably did. Instead, Oregon State or Stanford are going to move on. Arizona or Mississippi State are going to move on to Oklahoma City. So, I want I want to look at these two and I want to ask you first Oregon State or Stanford in Pac 12 matchup. Who do you think of this super regional that Stanford is hosting that starts on Friday? Who do you think advances?
0: Yeah, I think Stanford advances. They went win, they win into Alabama and just basically embarrassed them, winning both of those games, six to nothing. The pitcher for Stanford, I hope I don't say her last name wrong, Water, she went 7.0 innings in that first game. They won, only gave up two hits. Next game, 7.0 innings, only gave up. Four hits. So if I would have told you that this girl from Stanford would only give up six hits to Alabama and zero earned ones, zero earned runs, I don't think you would have believed me.
1: This is a super regional between the teams who finished fourth and sixth in the Pac-12. That's that's crazy, but it's fun. I love it. Um, man, I, it's it's hard not to agree, and I, I and I I know that you and I agree a lot on this stuff. Hosting matters. Hosting really. Okay, how important is it to host a Super? Since the format's inception in 2005, home teams have won 75% of the series. That's 96 out of 128 Super Regionals have been won by the home team. So it gives... History says Stanford's in a really good spot here. Also interesting from Amanda Scarborough. uh, How important is it to win Game 1 of the Super Regional? Game 1 winners have gone on to win 81% of the time. So if Stanford wins Game 1 as a host... I, I think that kind of gives you an idea of who's probably going to win this year. I lean with you on Stanford, um, but I, I don't think these are two programs that are so demonstratively like separated from each other. I think you just give the edge to Stanford because they are hosting this weekend. I mean, it, it didn't help Alabama. It didn't help Tennessee. Um, those teams are no longer here, but it's still history is on their side. Okay, uh, I did want to see – I'm trying to get the schedule to load to see how these two teams did when they faced off this season, if they faced off this season. And I don't know that they did. Okay, they didn't. They did not play. Oh, wait, there we go. Okay, sorry. Forgive me. Uh, Let's see. Oregon State won this series. He's not even telling me. You know what? Thanks a lot, Pac-12. not actually giving me the score of one of these games i have no idea so this is a really great start really great conversation we're having here let's move on uh arizona and mississippi state and the other super regional mississippi state will be hosting arizona these all these pac 12 teams ucla moves on arizona state moves on oregon state stanford arizona five pac 12 teams out of 18 super regional good grief uh arizona at mississippi state who are you taking
0: this one was tough for me. I know you said that history is on on the host team side, and, and that would happen to be Mississippi State. But I think I'm going to take Arizona on this one. Both Arizona and Mississippi State have phenomenal pitching in, in their regionals, um, but I'm going to take Arizona on this one. I mean, for Mississippi State to go and Joanne Graffield and take out number two seed of Florida State, they have amazing fans. They have a great home field advantage and for them to keep their composure. Coach Ricketts has done a great job um, with her team, but I'm going to I'm going to go with Arizona. Very storied program. First year head coach Caitlin Lowe. Uh, I'm gonna roll with Arizona on this one. Pac-12's on a roll, so let's keep it going.
1: All right, we're gonna differ. I'm gonna take Mississippi State. Um, I, I do think I'm leaning with the home teams here. And I know that's kind of kind of lazy but and safe, but that's 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 kind of how I feel. I feel like Mississippi State has the right momentum. Um, went to Florida State and won two games on Sunday. That is just so huge. And they they shut Florida State down. I mean, absolutely did. I I'm gonna take Mississippi State as the home team. Uh Knocking off Arizona and moving on advancing um, to Oklahoma City. Uh, as I was trying to find, Stanford actually lost the series at Oregon State 2-1 to back in March. So it's not that long ago that they faced. But they were a really close series. Uh, Oregon State won 1-0 and 4-1. And Stanford won their game 1-0. So I, I think we it's going to be a very fought, hard-fought series, both of these. All right. So you're taking Stanford and Arizona, and I'm taking Stanford and Mississippi State. All right. HomeField apparel. The most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you will ever wear. You guys know them as the good brand on Twitter. You guys know them as making incredibly comfortable t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, and joggers. HomeField, big new Saturday season four continues. Arkansas was week one. Arizona State is this week. If you've never heard of HomeField magic, it is real when a school gets added on their release date or weekend. If they're playing in a game, there's tips to be some magic for them. So if uh, if maybe you're someone like me who picked Northwestern to beat Arizona State, forgetting that Arizona State would be uh, getting released this weekend, I don't know, it's probably not going to go my way. So I think we're going to probably see at least one Pac-12 team in Oklahoma City this weekend. Uh, of course, they have more than 100 brands available, including Texas, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and UCF, all teams playing in Super Regionals this weekend, uh, as well as Texas Tech, Iowa State, Baylor, Houston, Cincinnati, BYU, West Virginia. Big news: Saturday season four continues through August. If you uh, are a Pac or a Power Five school fan who's not on home field apparel yet, just keep an eye out. If your school does pop up, do not forget the promo code NETWORK12. N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2 for 15% off your first order. That's NETWORK12. Maybe you're a first-time listener, so you haven't heard that promo code. Maybe you just forgot it. It's okay. Just write it down. Just remember it. Put a little note in there in your phone just to remind you on a regular basis. Or just keep listening to the show, and I'll tell you every single episode. So, homefieldapparel.com, promo code NETWORK12. We're rocking the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel ever this summer. It's getting hot, folks. Those are some comfy tees. There's some comfy tees.
0: Current and former athletes, members of the athletic department, and of course, the best fans in the country all make up a very special group we like to call the Cyclone Family. Join me, Jamie Steyer-Johnson, as I bring you closer to the people that make Iowa State unique each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast. Some names you may know, while others may be new to you, but one thing's for sure, this is one family reunion you won't want to miss each week on the Cyclone Family Podcast.
1: All right. Oklahoma State playing host to Clemson this weekend. This series gets started on Thursday tonight at 8.30 on ESPN2, followed by Friday at – oh, this game actually got moved to 8.00. It was supposed to be at 5 o'clock. Now it's at 8 o'clock start time on ESPN2 as well, and then Saturday if necessary. Um, Lena, I think this game – this series is going to be incredibly close. Incredibly close. Clemson dominated the regional, even more so than than OSU did. I mean, OSU went 3-0, but, you know – it's a 2-0, over, 2-0 win over North Texas. I know the Nebraska final score was 7-4, a little bit closer than it was, but I I got to be honest, I'm a little bit worried about this series for Oklahoma State. Clemson is 111th in batting average nationally, 69th in on-base percentage, 63rd in steals, 85th in scoring, 71st in filling percentage, but they are 7th in ERA, 5th in number of shutouts pitched this year, and 18th in the strikeout-to-walk ratio. I think this is going to be a pitcher's duel. I think this is going to be a very low-scoring affair. A three-game series where you could see multiple 2-1 or 1-0 games. To me, the team that gets their bats going, that makes timely hits, the kind of stuff that OSU was able to do against North Texas to win the Stillwater Regional, a huge home run from Randa Ellish, a double from her as well, uh, a few other timely hits at the end of that game to get them to win, and then just lockdown down pitching. I think this is going to be a pitcher's duel. I give OSU the edge here because of their defense, because of how good they have been defensively. I will give them the edge here. If Miranda Ellis is, is hitting like she did in the region, where she's finally back to hitting the ball well, I think OSU pulls this off. I think this is the three-game series. I will pick OSU, but it's going to be tight.
0: I agree with you. I pick OSU not confidently. I pick him because of home field advantage. I pick him because I think Kelly Maxwell is a rock star. I pick him because Morgan Day has been filling in nicely for Miranda Elish. And also, although Miranda Elish hasn't been available on the pitching side, her hitting has been phenomenal. But this is going to be a battle. I, I think it will go three games. Valerie Cagle is just phenomenal for Clemson. They've been playing great as of late. When they went into the ACC tournament, they made it to the championship game, eventually falling to Florida State. Um, but they played great. They've been playing great. It's going to be an absolute joy to watch. My second favorite series behind, obviously, Texas and Arkansas. Um, but this is going to be tough. We talk about Oklahoma State. They're hitting their inconsistencies, having trouble with a North Texas team. But then we also talk about how uh, amazing coach Rodney DeLong is. He always has his, his team ready to play. He's a great coach, has a great team. And Oklahoma State struggle a little bit. We talk about their inconsistencies, but I'm going to give them the slight edge with home field advantage and because I like Kelly Maxwell so much.
1: Uh, kept keeps moving things around. The team is hitting a little bit better. It, it hasn't hit at well, frankly. But – You've seen it improve a little bit. And what they've really started doing, if you pay attention, is OSU is really focusing on stealing bases. They're putting so much emphasis on stealing base, stealing second, stealing third, getting themselves into scoring pitch in, in position so that when those timely hits come, OSU can get, uh, get to home. They made some some mistakes against north texas trying to get home one of them was you know it was the right move and, and the ball just bounced to the catcher and she was able to get the out there was one i believe it was busby who made it that was just like what are, what are you doing um you cannot do that against clemson this weekend but i i will take osu as well i do think this is going three games if it if it goes two, it's not because it's two dominant wins it's two one oh close two one kinds of games, kind of like we saw from OSU and Florida state. Um, because I think the pitching is going to be phenomenal. So I, I'm very excited. I'm also very anxious and nervous about this series. It starts tonight. I don't know if I'm more excited about the fact that, you know, they will be over sooner than everyone else's. And I get, I get to kind of start on Thursday watching. Um, uh, but I think it's gonna be exciting. I think it's gonna be really interesting. I, I do think we see Oklahoma, and Oklahoma state and Oklahoma city, man. I think Arkansas wins that series against Texas. I, I do. I, I think they've just played so well. Um, But I do give Texas a chance. And how great would it be to see all three Big 12 teams, only three Big 12 teams make the field period and potentially see all three in Oklahoma City? I would, uh, as as a Big 12 fan and an OSU fan, I would very much enjoy that. I would very much enjoy seeing that.
0: Yeah, I think both of us are going to be on edge this weekend with our teams. Two phenomenal matchups going on with with Texas and Oklahoma State facing great opponents. I have Oklahoma in there as well. I'm, I'm picking Northwestern over Arizona State. I'm taking UCLA over Duke. I'm going to go on a limb here and take Texas. I do think Arkansas is a phenomenal team, Um, but I'm going to be a fan for that one. Then I'm going to roll with Florida. I don't like Virginia Tech's inconsistencies. I don't think they played well at all at their regional. They barely escaped. They brought in Keely Rochard to close out the game, one of the best pitchers in the country, and she comes and just blows it. So I'm not real happy with their inconsistencies. I think Florida is a great team. Um, Tim Walton's a phenomenal coach. I'm going to go with Stanford. And then to close it out with Oklahoma State and Arizona for the top eight.
1: Uh, Florida is a switch from what you originally picked. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you for joining my side. I I agree. I Florida to me, you say Arkansas is the second best team in this field. I think Florida is playing like the second best team. Ar- Arkansas may be from the whole season's resume. I think Florida is playing lights out phenomenal softball right now at the exact time of year to be doing so I think they are the biggest challenge to Oklahoma right now and if I had to pick a new two teams to face off the title game because I originally thought it would be OU and Florida State Florida State out I'm not going to travel far for my second team I I think we might see Oklahoma and Florida
0: yeah that that, that'd be great I, I agree with you that'd be a phenomenal matchup to to open and and I'm just excited for it. It's honestly the best time in the year. I love the Women's College World Series. It's such a great sport. Um, it's so much fun. All the upsets, everything that happens. Last time Florida and Oklahoma played, we went through that insane 17-inning game, if you remember that. Shay Knighton ended up hitting the, the game-winning home run. So much fun. A lot of action. A lot of great athletes. And I just can't wait.
1: Fantastic. Fantastic. Cannot wait for this weekend. It all starts, which we said, tonight. Texas uh, in Arkansas. Oklahoma State And Clemson getting underway tonight, Thursday night. Uh, I would suggest you all turn your TVs on and take in some absolutely phenomenal softball. It's great stuff. The games move quick, except for that UCF Michigan game that was 11 innings. Uh, They move quick. They're a lot of fun. And it's just, man, you're you're watching some of the best players compete as well. Like, best players, period. We're not just talking about, like, professional best softball players in the world, period, playing this weekend. It's it's gonna be great. Uh Melina, you are awesome as always. Uh I look forward to doing this again with you next week, our last week together, as the season will be coming to an end. It's gonna be a little sad. We'll we'll think of something uh something nice to do. Maybe a Maybe just a, a look back at the season that, we'll, I don't know, we'll figure something out. Uh, follow us on Twitter at 1012Network, T in the number 12, the word network. Follow us on Instagram at 1012Pod. I do post stuff on Instagram that you will only see on Instagram. Otherwise, why would you follow us on there? I think it's some good stuff. Uh, make sure and follow Melina as well at Melina Sanch, S A N C H 4. Followers' number's growing. Come on, folks, give her a follow. She's a fun follow. I enjoy it. Uh, and with that, I think we're going to wrap her to keep it short this week. Don't forget Home Field. Uh, check out everybody in the 1012 network. And uh, we'll be back to talk to you again on Monday. <laughs>
0: Podcast Network.